Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 351 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for the wisdom in your word. Impart more wisdom into our hearts as we read today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching us in John chapter 16. We read about all the wonderful gifts the Holy Spirit offers us, such as comfort, counsel, help, intercessory help, and strength. Jesus also said, when he comes, he will convict and convince the world and bring demonstration to it about sin and about righteousness, uprightness of heart and right standing with God and about judgment. Then Jesus defines each of these things in verses 9 through 11, sin, righteousness, and judgment. Pay attention to all that the Holy Spirit brings us and let us be thankful we are led by him daily. Let's lean into his teaching as it relates to the weak areas of our lives so we can rise higher and be thankful for all of his comfort, counsel, intercession that he does for us. Verse 13 says, But when he, the spirit of truth, the truth-giving spirit comes, he will guide you into all truth, the whole full truth, for he will not speak his message on his own authority, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. He will give the message that has been given to him, and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. God leads us through his Holy Spirit. The next few verses tell us even more. Take your time reading through what the Holy Spirit will do in your life. Next, Jesus encourages the disciples. In verse 27, he says, For the Father himself tenderly loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came out from the Father. God loves you dearly. May we receive his love in all its fullness. Last, Jesus ends his teaching in verse 33 with, but be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, certain, undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. We can walk in the confidence of Christ today. We start the book of Micah. He lived in the same period as Isaiah. He saw Assyria make an Assyrian province out of Israel. He also sees Assyria threaten Judah. Micah tells the people from Israel and Judah that they will suffer God's wrath. The priests and leaders didn't instill the fear of God in the people, and as a result, the poor were mistreated and the people lost their holy nature. God had a plan to restore them, just as the other prophets prophesied, but before that, they would suffer in exile. In chapter 1, Micah addresses Samaria, the capital of northern Israel, and Jerusalem, the capital of Judah. He tells them that the Lord is coming down from heaven. The mountains will melt and the valleys will be like wax pouring down. His judgment was coming against the people. We know they sinned against the Lord as they worshipped idols. Micah was so distraught about the upcoming devastation heading for God's people. He publicly wept and wailed for them. His prophecy was filled shortly by the Assyrian army and Samaria was destroyed. Starting in verse 10, Micah addressed Judah. He spoke in puns. We don't understand all the meanings of the cities he talked about, but they had meanings that Micah used to turn against them. He ends the chapter by telling the people to mourn for their children because they would be taken from their parents into exile. In chapter 2, Micah discloses the sin of the greedy who took from the poor. 
He preached for years before anyone would listen to him. It took decades and two kings' reigns for the people to listen. They wouldn't listen to the other prophets either, so God said he'd quit sending them. They only wanted to listen to the false prophets, and now they were enemies of God. The Amplified Bible shows God's pain in their actions, saying they made him their antagonist. The Lord didn't want his people to suffer, but it was the only way he could bring them back to him. His promise is that he will restore his people through his son. May our hearts be soft and our will be bendable by the Lord. We are more than blessed to be forgiven through Jesus' blood and restored to God's grace. May his will be done in our lives. Let's see what we can learn from Proverbs 20 today. Verse 9 says, Who can say, I have made my heart clean, I am pure from sin? I don't think anyone can say this, and if they do, they are not being truthful. None of us have clean hearts. We are blessed that the Lord sent his son to save us from ourselves. Verse 15 says, There is gold and a multitude of pearls, but the lips of knowledge are a vase of preciousness, the most precious of all. Knowledge is more precious than pearls. Let us continue to seek knowledge as we are doing by reading the Bible every day. Verse 22 is difficult but very wise. It says, Do not say, I will repay evil. Wait expectantly for the Lord and he will rescue you. Most of us want to take matters of vengeance into our own hands, but the Bible assures us that God will avenge us. We can pray for patience to wait expectantly on the Lord. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for sending your son to save us. Thank you for making a way for us to be close to you. And thank you for your word that teaches us every day. Keep us seeking you, Father, and not the world. We pray that you impart wisdom, knowledge, and discernment into our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word. 